Life, Life according, according to, to Nona. Let's vibe. <laughs> This topic brings me to that worst outcrop of the herd nature, the military system which I abhor. That a man can take pleasure in marching in formation to the strains of a band is enough to make me despise him. He has only been given his big brain by mistake. A backbone was all he needed. This plague spot of civilization ought to be abolished with all possible speed. Heroism by order, senseless violence, and all the pestilent nonsense that goes by the name of patriotism. How I hate them. War seems to me a mean, contemptible thing. I would rather be hacked in pieces than take part in such an abominable business. And yet so high, in spite of everything, is my opinion of the human race that I believe this bogey would have disappeared long ago. Had the sound sense of the nations not been systematically corrupted by commercial and political interests acting through the schools and the press. Albert Einstein the world as I see it. Welcome to yet another episode of According to Nono, the podcast. My name is Nozilene Lengambule and I am your gracious, grateful host. Now, it's been a minute. Uh, it's been a little longer than a minute. And I think it is sort of poetic how the very last episode that I did was regarding entrepreneurship and um, the economic transformation of African, um, specifically Swazi, of the Swazi country, um, how that was needed, hastily so, and how it is navigating that space as a ambitious, goal-driven, creative, business-oriented young person in this country on this continent. And today we are here. We are here which is months of police brutality protest, peaceful protest, peaceful, beautiful, artistically, emotionally driven, humanity driven demonstrations um, to what was clearly a disregard, disrespect of the memory of Tabani uh, who lost his life in the hands of the people that were to protect his life. That truly escalated to a level of a realization that we have reached a point where we are underserved, disregarded, disrespected, treated um, as children who cannot make decisions for themselves but are somehow good enough uh, to get on the workhorses and churn out productivity that keeps people on golden stools and 16 gross layers of cake uh, for no apparent reason. And there were a couple of reasonable, in my opinion, demands that people wanted to table with the members of parliament that they elected. That's as democratic, that as human as it can get. And when that process was disturbed and interjected, it happened at a time where Swazis were just on the very edge and tipped the scale to where we are today. Now, we may not agree on how we can approach the dialogue that is possibly going to take us to a place where we 
are somewhat happy and satisfied with how we are being led and being taken care of and being considered and being provided for as per our constitutional and human rights. There are certain rights that human beings just have by virtue of being alive that it's, it's, it's mind-blowing that a piece of paper created by someone who had their own motives in mind, that piece of paper holds more power. That piece of paper is so powerful that it can take away their rights that, unlike citizens' rights, they just have by virtue of being a human being. How we even arrived as a people to a system like that, to fighting to keep and maintain a system like that, how did we arrive at this juncture? We may disagree on the different approaches. We may disagree with different types of protest and people feel like that's too much or that's not enough. That's human. That's not something that is unique to the Swazi people. That's, that's not something that's unique to the African people. People by nature are diverse and complex. We do not agree all the time. We do not disagree all the time. And I think it's much more beneficial and positive for us to focus on the fact that we do not disagree all the time. It'll, it'll be very hard for you to find a single Swazi that would say they do not dream of a country that is less politically hostile, um, a country that is evidently committed to lessening the levels of unemployment, the levels of poverty, um, the levels of gender-based violence, the, the, the level of increasing the level of education, access to education, access to learn for all people. I do understand that this is not a, it's not an easy environment for you to be strong enough to say, I'm with the people who are asking for a better day. I too want a better day. And lately, it's a lot of people coming out and saying that they want a better day. And I'm wary of the people who are not yet ready to say that out loud or even to admit it to themselves because believe me when I say that this has been traumatic for all of us. This has been traumatic for the people who have sold us the dream of peace and stability because the reason that they had to sell us a dream was because they knew, they knew that if they didn't actively and intentionally try to perpetuate a certain message to us, that this is peace, that this is stability, and it's not oppression, that you are not comfortable saying something that is criticizing a regime, that that is being respectful and not calling it what it is, which is oppression. They had to sell you the dream because it helps them sleep better at night because one, as cruel and as brutal as people may seem, they are human at their core. It's the only way they can get to associate themselves with a part of themselves that is human enough to feel like, well, maybe this isn't the right thing to do. They have to acquire some sleep at night some way, so they're going to sell you the dream. And two, they need to sleep because they need to be safe. And the only way they are safe is if they sell you successfully the dream that you are choosing to censor yourself that you are recognizing the importance of not saying certain things on your own cognizance. Like it's not someone forcing you or someone using soft power to persuade you into stuffing down 
the screams and the howls and the cries that you want to bring out because of how suffocated it feels for you to survive in the space that you are in. They know that if they never sold you that dream, they would never get to sleep at night because, well, the night is long and full of terrors, is it not? It's traumatic for them to arrive at this juncture where people are saying, it's not comfortable for me to do, but I'm going to intentionally fight myself to be able to say, I do not like being treated this way. That I need A, B, C, and D, and you are supposed to provide that for me. That the fact that I'm a graduate that has never seen proper employment in seven years, that's not okay. And in the seven years, I have seen certain things being acquired that truly, truly, you, you we don't need to be insulted. You don't need to insult people's intelligence by saying that, oh, they just don't understand that a certain thing was needed. That if they were inside the system, if they were in the room that decisions were being made, they too would have voted that what well, a jet seems like the plausible thing to do. They have to sell you the dream. They have to sell you the dream. There's no other way that they'll be able to sleep at night. And it's traumatic for you because the social conditioning is on levels. This is multiple levels, deeply entrenched fear, censorship, oppression, that you live and breathe every single day, that you're not even aware and awake to yet. There are certain things that we've yet to come to realize that well why do i do that because the devil truly is in the little details the devil is truly in the little details of how you instantly feel uncomfortable when you walk into a room and you don't take your hat off nobody will tell you you need to take your hat off but you just all of a sudden feel uncomfortable it's the it's in the little things it's in the little things you know there are multiple layers of this that we've yet to come to besides the big huge things there's little things that on a daily basis we perpetuate and participate in that we've yet to come to and it's painful it's painful we've had to wake up every single day all of us collectively people for pro-democracy people anti-anti-democracy people who are on the fence people who benefit from the from the system people who've never benefited anything from the system we've all had to wake up every day and go through a painful unknowing a painful unlearning of something that we have used to cope and survive for decades now. And it's hard to be kinder to others. It's, it's hard to be kinder to each other because every single day you wake up with your own personal demons and your own little personal moment of realization that maybe I'm not as woke as I think. Maybe I'm not as liberated as I thought. Or maybe I'm not as patriotic as I thought. Or maybe I'm not in support of this regime as I thought that I would be. Some people have had to wake up and realize that they have actively contributed and supported the perpetuation of a lot of oppressions on all multiple levels. That, that is a mindfuck. You have to go and look into that mirror. Now, everything that's being said about the regime, anything that's being said about certain people in the regime, you are taking that personally now. Because you're looking into that mirror and you are seeing an enabler. You have enabled multiple times over and over and over again, have made the decision to enable. And it feels off to say, maybe I was wrong. It feels too late to say, well, I'm sorry about my part in this. So you'd rather hold on to the dream that was sold to you. And when you finally realize that the people are not trying hard enough to sell you this dream, you start selling this dream to yourself. And this is when it gets really, really 
really fucky when you get to the to the point where you are now convincing yourself that this is okay that this is life that this is normal all countries have issues okay but all countries have manners of approach have platforms have opportunities have the space to deal with those issues do you do we are you comfortable utilizing those platforms because if you put sprinkles on a plate of shit beloved it doesn't make it any less shitty the thing is what the thing is and you can't you can't put the pin back into the grenade so now we are at a point where we we it, things have have simmered down seemingly but we're now sitting with the grenade on our thighs and we've taken out the pin and we can't put the pin back and we are all sitting with the realization of what this means and the heaviness and the burden of the cost to acquire this grenade and we are all collectively terrified to throw it we are all collectively scared to death literal death to throw it at the target so we are choosing to sit with this grenade and hope that it kills us all before it's too late we are trying to hold on to an assimilation of dignity here we are trying to save face here because we have interpreted everything that we have gone through as a failure even if we are not ready to admit it to each other yet and every single moment that we are just sitting in active it's a countdown of the grenade and many of us would like to speed that up some people say let's run with a grenade and by the time it blows up it's going to blow us all up including them some people feel like let's just sit here we deserve to get blown up by our own grenade what were we thinking <laughs> who the hell did we think that we are who the hell did we think that we are that we thought we would rise up and demand to be treated like human beings who the hell did we think that we were that we would rise up and ask for dialogue a conversation <laughs> who did we think that we are so we deserve to get blown up by this grenade we keep having the same conversation talking in circles because talk is cheaper than throwing that grenade and maybe if we just keep having the same conversation it's going to lull us into this deep sleep where by the time the grenade blows off we all sleep and, and nobody gets to feel the pain and we get to die with some dignity you know when you when you're watching something and a character that has been awesome and strong and kickass the whole entire show and they are about to die and the camera zooms into their face and we get to see their very last facial expression the the slight movement of the eyebrow the the weak soft blinking of the eyes the quivering of the lips the sweat going down the middle of their face the eyes full of regret nobody wants that nobody wants that i don't have the answers i don't have the plan what i have is the utmost gratitude for each and every single person that lost their lives trying to fight for a better a better day for all of us what i have is gratitude for each and every single person that hit the pavement kid tear gas beatings fire anxiety fear that they may lose their lives but they still sang and went on all i have is pride for each and every single swazi that dared to try that dared to fight that said something that did something i am so proud 
of all of you. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you. And I hope and pray to the gods of this land, the ancestors that bless us, I pray that it will be enough to carry you through into this transition. This has been Life According to Nono. Thank you for listening.